is that sound? What is that? Is that a child? God, I hope that's not picking up. All right, hi. All right, so happy Monday. It is, however, just me in this moment. This is not how Mondays normally go if you are new. But hello, thanks for being new. Normally, I have a guest on Mondays. I could not secure a guest based on scheduling. Some people were busy. Others, I... Yes, did I put my eggs into a basket for someone who has openly said before, I'm terrible at texting and don't like it? Maybe. (laughs) But they'd be a fun guest. And hopefully one day. But, even with no guest, I still was given the best guest of all. The the Hooker, Hooker Boy Studios, the sounds and sights make a little more sense again. Our studio dog, Buddy, is back. It was a lovely surprise today. My roommate was home for a week it is you know as as past listeners know i am stepmom to a wonderful 15 year old jack russell terrier who has hips made of stone his eyes are very weepy also he is basically just a wet rock and that is who i have given my whole entire heart to so buddy has had some issues in the past of falling off of beds that he does not know the spacing of and the first time it was very funny because nothing bad happened the second time it was much less funny because he inflamed two discs in his spine and we were told that if they rupture he'd be paralyzed which, so again, the, the whole layout of this past month that Buddy has been gone pretty much is very, it starts with me, of course, thinking he was not actually injured because after he fell off the bed, my roommate gave me that heads up, said he was on some pain meds. That make him really, really loopy. It was basically... It was... It might have just been straight up Oxycontin. (laughs) And... (laughs) I texted my roommate one morning. uh, And... I said, he's moving pretty well. He must be enjoying the the meds and the response was oh i forgot to give them to him this morning i haven't given them to him you know i forgot i he hasn't had any in 12 hours or so maybe even longer and that was my i was like oh this dog's a fucking junkie he's a lying fiend who just wanted to get high This dog faked an injury 
like addicts do, put the puppy face on, and we all fell for it. That was my first thought. We had a a laugh about that of Buddy trying to scam his way to his next high. And then later that day, I texted B and was like, oh, should I give him some pain meds? Because <laughs> he was not looking good. So. The sight, like I said, the sights and sounds, they make a little more sense in the Hooker Boy Studios. He is throwing himself at doors again. Mooching, looking for food. He was home for about 48 seconds. I did the whole, oh my goodness, I'm so happy to see you. I love you so much. Uh, And then one of the first things out of my mouth after all of the praise and love I gave him was, what are you eating? Because his food bowl was empty. And he must have found something on the floor that was crunchy. (laughs) I feel very grateful, too, that he is back because we had a couple of tough conversations. One of the things I said, you know, one of the things I said was I understand that he is... 15 he's an old dog if if he has to live back at home where you grew up you know in your where you where you where you live in connecticut if he has to stay in connecticut i get it you know he's 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 in his golden years let's not let's not force him to be a city dog and it was very sad but important conversation, of course, because as much as I love him, Buddy, and my roommate, but as much as I love Buddy, it's still not my dog. And, you know, want the best for the pup. Especially just because I've had some friends recently who have had some pets cross over to the Rainbow Bridge, and it just, pets should live forever. Pets deserve the human lifespan and we deserve <laughs> the pet lifespan. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's unfortunate that, how you know, Kim and I were talking, if you don't have a pet, if you don't like animals, I feel that's a little strange. Again, there's probably something going on, incident in the past, but the outwardly like someone comes over and they're like get that cat out of this room it's like jesus christ all right did a cat fuck your girlfriend relax so having him back you know there were so many conversations where it was just oh it's quiet it's lonely it's my routine was thrown off I mean there was one day where I have to go into the office occasionally and my routine I was pulling out of the driveway and I said oh my god I forgot my computer because buddy sleeps in this lounge all the time the first thing I do every morning is walk over to the studio my my other room 
and I say good morning to Buddy who sits in the guest chair and sleeps mostly the entire day. <laughs> so I just I just hadn't been doing that because he was gone and then finally I needed to go into this room in the morning but didn't have a reason to in my mind because the dog wasn't here. It's funny that you just become so accustomed to the th things, people, pets that occupy the space around you and then one little shake to the ecosystem, things are completely different, you know? My room, we had we had a lovely little family moment when the two of them got back. You know, we were just petting the dog and nice. The the three of us are that's that's the Hooker Boy Studios team. <laughs> Part of it, at least. There's plenty of people. It's a small army. So. He might throw himself at the door at some point during this podcast, but oh. Jesus, I did 10 minutes on Buddy. Sorry. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, last week, got to, after Nubs came over again, uh, she offered to take photos of me in the studio, do a couple portraits, which was a very nice offer. Um turned it into a, a little fall get together though with a couple other friends and never got around to it because I was tired after making pepperoni bread <laughs> which I guess is just stromboli but my aunt Linda who is not actually my aunt you know those people your parents know from long long ago and when you're young you say how do you who who are these people and they explain it you don't quite get it because they're a random they're a random set of people from 1981 <laughs> so they're like yeah it's your aunt and uncle that's who these people are aunt linda and uncle mark for me are just again my parents random friends from the 80s that hung around long enough that when everyone had kids it was like this is your cousin you see them once every four and a half years <laughs> which is not unlike your actual cousin sometimes but i always she's uh She's a, a, a lovely Long Island Italian, you know, all I have to say there. Lovely, brat, you know, bombastic personality. Smile that'll light up a room, that kind of stuff. But she makes what she calls pepperoni bread, which, again, I'm pretty sure is just stromboli. And I remember as a kid, whenever those you know four-year blips would come around and be like oh aunt lenny and uncle mark are coming down or we're going to see them i need about 13 loaves of pepperoni bread please because <laughs> i will eat it for the next six days 
this is what I will live on. And I remember one time, you know, she made a ton for the, the get together and then a little tin foil, like a, a, an unbaked or maybe it was baked. I don't know. But the point is it was a separate tin foil loaf of pepperoni bread. That was, it just was Danny's pepperoni bread. And she, she was like, you're taking this home with you because I know you're going to want some. <laughs> Also, real quick, just to establish another frame of reference for how, like, the layer of when you're a kid, who the hell are these people? For, I don't, I don't even know, for the first 10 years of my life, probably, genuinely, and then it became just a running joke because I asked it so much, I used to refer to Uncle Mark, the, you know, again, parents' best friend, I used to just call him that guy. <laughs> Anytime he was around, I would have to quietly ask my mom or my dad, hey, who is that guy? <laughs> and then, of course, it got back to him because if you're a kid and embarrassed about something, people find it funny instead of honoring that and not embarrassing you further, even though it is really funny. Uh, so yeah, he just became, it was Aunt Linda and that guy. <laughs> but that's another food recipe, the pepperoni bread that's in this, this you know, little book that, my, that I have written out. And it's just a, such a positive memory, again, of why these conversations, I love doing them because food is such a powerful trigger and even though I actually, I did get to see them recently. So, you know, that, that four year blip, we're back, we're back on the counter, but <laughs> it's a, it's a little, it warms your heart just ever so slightly. Now in the recipe, it does say buy two loaves of pre-made pizza dough, which is fine, but I am hell-bent on making your own dough. There's a phrase in the family that is make the fucking dough because it is not that hard. <laughs> it's a fun time, too. Plus, you get to you can throw whatever you want in it. It's the same as all the other stuff, but it's mostly just flour and water for pizza dough and yeast. Yeast is the hardest part of all of this because it has to be if it's too hot, the yeast dies. That's over 120 degrees Fahrenheit. If you're one of our European listeners, I'm sorry. I can't do that conversion to Celsius. Over 120 degrees Fahrenheit, too hot. Under 90, too cold. So get a thermometer out, whether it's the meat thermometer or the one you stick under your tongue when you're sick run it under the faucet until you see 95 or 100 and then you f you f fill up your one and one third cups of water <laughs> as my uncle wrote out for his pizza dough recipe <laughs> so make the fucking dough nothing bad is gonna happen and if it goes poorly the good news is that it's just flour 
it's like 78 cents down the drain. Also, why I'm so now, also now why I enjoy making my own food so much is food from a truck in theory. Very fun. Pulling over after a show to vomit in a suburban neighborhood across from someone's driveway. In theory, not saying that happened. Not very fun. And I don't, you know, it's uh, it's a it's a truck. Obviously, some stuff's gonna get in there that shouldn't maybe be in there. But it's fun. It's outside a brewery. You're, you know, it's a weekend. There, you know, and people are making food for others and making sure that they're not hungry. And that's a cool thing. I wanted, you know, wanted to support that. I wanted a grilled cheese and some tomato soup. I did not want to have the porch light turned on in this lovely ranch-style house as I scurried back to my car and peeled out of there. Maybe they, you know, maybe they did catch my face, got a glimpse of me, know what I look like, and then if this does go well in a handful of years, if they're watching TV or whatever, they're going to be like, oh, fuck, it's that guy that threw up on our lawn. No way. Alrighty. Have a good Monday. I will talk to you guys more in a couple days. And let's go Knicks.